that I ever read was back in elementary school as a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court. And it led me to start thinking about the, how many writers are using this genre to play around with and, and why are they doing it? We have Shakespeare, of course. We have Tolstoy, War and Peace is a book that looks back on the Napoleonic Wars from a vantage of almost you know, 50 years later. Um, we have um, Mark Twain, of course, um, and, and Gustave Flaubert, wonderful writers all in their own regard, of course, who chose to use the present moment to look back on the past. So that's sort of the context of what we're going to be talking about here today. Um, and so what I'd like to begin with is just to let our writers give us a, a sketch of what their books are about. They're all very different books, and, and I'd, like to be able to, I'd like to let you hear it from their own words as to what they were trying to do in these books and, and what the story is that, that, that concerns them. So why don't we begin with you, Gabrielle? To describe my book, uh, it's known from history that Tamsin Donner, the pioneer heroine of the ill-fated Donner Party of 1846, kept a journal, but unfortunately her journal was lost. And Impatient with Desire is her journal, as I imagined it, her lost journal. The title comes from uh, a letter that she wrote her sister when she was 23, and she took a great sailing ship from Massachusetts to North Carolina at a time when women did not travel alone. And midway, she wrote her sister the details of the trip, and she said, my heart is big with hope and impatient with desire. So it's not a steamy romance, <laughs> but there is a love story. Okay, well... I should say, first of all, that I wrote this book backwards. I never set out to write historical, anything historical. But Heidegger's Glasses very briefly does launch itself, oh, that isn't how I wrote it, <laughs> from a little-known fact about the Second World War called Operation Mail, in which people going to concentration camps and ghettos were forced, sometimes right before they were led to the gas chambers, to write relatives letters, just basically saying, having a wonderful time, wish you were here. And uh, the letters were in all kinds of languages, and they were then sent uh, to the Association of Jews in Berlin, and sort of chaotically mailed and returned. Uh, and what? And I didn't know that, and I'll tell you perhaps if there's time, the story of how I came to write this. But um, basically, what I imagined is, what if the Germans, to disguise the final solution and to appease their interest in the occult, wanted these letters answered just for record keeping and to silence the dead? What if they took scribes from deportations and put them in an underground mine in northern Germany underneath the earth and had them answer these letters? And what if Heidegger, who was an enigmatic figure, a brilliant philosopher and a Nazi, what if he wrote a letter to someone and wanted an answer? What would happen to this hermetically sealed, somewhat safe world run by two people who were very sympathetic or, or very anti-Nazi? So what happens is how Heidegger upsets it all. And Heidegger's glasses was actually why I began the book. Someone told me at a party, because they knew I had majored in philosophy, Heidegger had a revelation about his glasses. One of these deals, you know, where you just kind of look at something and you don't remember what it is, and then you see kind of this zonk of whatever, LSD or Zen or whatever you, ever happens to you. And I thought, oh, Heidegger's glasses, that's a wonderful title. So that's where the title came from. 
So, I should actually start by asking, has everyone heard of the Taj Mahal? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Because uh, Shadow Princess, the book I'm uh, here with now and traveling with right now, is the third of my Taj Mahal trilogy. Um, and just to give you a chronology, the first two novels of the trilogy, The Twentieth Wife and The Feast of Roses, came out in 2002, 2003. Um, I took a break. I knew I was going to write this novel, but I took a break and um, ended up writing a novel called The Splendor of Silence, which was set in India um, during May of 1942, just before uh, India's independence from British rule during the Second World War, and is a love story between an American soldier who was there to free Burma from the Japanese, and he falls in love with this Indian woman. And then I have a collection of contemporary short stories in the Convent of Little Flowers, and then I came back to write um, Shadow Princess. Um, the uh, if I was to